0: I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared. And you're listening to Unheard of. Brought to you by the Big
1: Bass.
0: everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Unheard Of. You got me and Arthur here.
2: Um, Arthur, real quick, how did your week go? My week went pretty good. I uh, actually went to Whitewater yesterday, the uh, water park. It was, it was interesting in the, okay. in the COVID setting. Did you wear a mask at Whitewater's? Yeah, I had to wear a mask on walkways and stuff. I got you.
0: What about you? You know, as we discussed recently, I had been looking for a promotion at work. And I'm happy to say that for all of our listeners out there, I did get it. Nice. And for all of you six or seven followers that we have now consistently... We have a very special treat for you. We have the Thought Police on, otherwise known as Ethan and Uriel. How you all doing today?
3: Hey, what's popping, Jimbo? Bro, you know I'm doing good. Anytime I can hang out with the unheard of boys, it's a good day.
2: Nice. Welcome hey. on. Welcome on, guys.
0: Yep, yeah, we've got some very special stuff for you this week. So
2: stay tuned and let's get into it. Okay, so... There's just there's just me my soul and it says uh pick two they will defend you and the rest is coming to kill you and you have 50 hawks 10 crocodiles three grizzly bears seven bulls one hunter with what looks that's a that's a hunting rifle and 15 wolves 10,000 that is that those are hamsters
3: or beavers we could not tell what those were last night i thought either. they were Beaver, rats. we really didn't know they do look they do look like rats yeah, okay, or yeah, gerbils. okay they do
2: like yeah rats hamsters or something we'll we'll say we'll say, we'll,
4: we'll say 10,000 rats 10,000 rodents
2: <laughs> 10,000 rodents of some species <laughs> uh five gorillas and four lions so picked out of out of all those pick two of them and the rest are going to come and potentially kick your ass or kill you or yeah, actually kill you.
4: Okay. So I think there's one, there's two that I think we can all agree on. None of us would pick. And I'm going to go ahead and say, okay. I think it's going to be bull. And I think it's going to be 10,000 rats.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
4: I don't Honestly, think, let me
3: put another one in there. Cause I don't think any of us would pick man with gun. I think that's too.
2: Yeah. But it's, yeah. Cause it's only one man with one gun.
4: Yeah, like, and it just looks like a rifle. Eventually just like a regular rifle, not even like a Gatling gun or like a No A rocket launcher.
0: <laughs> you know, I I'm honestly believing that the hunter couldn't even defend himself against the rats because I mean eventually he's gonna run out They're of ammo. Gnaw. <laughs> Does he have enough to kill ten thousand? They're gonna rodents? gnaw right
4: through his ankles, bro, and then he's coming down like a tree. He's done. For. Yeah. But all right, so that's that's where our our agreement ends though, however, as we're split. We're split uh, in two camps, really. Um, so uh, everybody, just go ahead and give what you chose, and then we'll we'll, de- we'll debate what what our reasoning behind it.
2: Okay. So all right, I chose the gorilla and the grizzly bear, uh-
0: and being in that same group, I chose the exact same two.
3: You know, funny enough, last night I picked because I wasn't paying attention, I picked Gorilla and Lion, but I think I've got to change mine to Grizzly Bear and Lion. And then Uriel had the most outlandish one, in my
4: opinion. I don't think it's outlandish at all. I am going, look, I am going full with my heart fully in it. I'm picking the three Grizzly Bears and the ten Crocodiles to protect me, bro.
3: Yep, this is outlandish. I don't think it's outlandish at all. And but I'll tell me, you why. Okay,
4: Go, you tell me why, I'll, and I'll I'll re- tell you I'll why it well. is
0: first. Here's why. Okay, we've seen cases where men can kill crocs with their bare hands, right? It's true. But I have not seen a case of a man killing a grizzly bear or an ape with their bare or hands. An ape. And if an ape, ape or grizzly bear wants to protect you, like they think of you as their child, They'll literally do anything. Like a grizzly bear, it'll take you up the tree, get you as high as you need to be. Then it'll come back down, bite you to pieces. The gorillas, they'll, they'll fight anybody just for anything, period. And they won't stop until somebody's dead. So I'm sticking with gorillas and grizzly bears because crocs can be killed with a man's bare hands. How can, so a, croc, I don't how can a
4: croc be killed? By, I have not seen any story about a crocodile. Because I feel like you're confusing alligators and crocodiles. Because these are two different beasts. Okay. Dude, an alligator is a, a, a docile, gentle creature dog. Almost like a reptilian dog. Right? But a crocodile, a saltwater crocodile. These motherfuckers can be 2200 pounds of pure reptile, bro. And they... But that's the...
3: Go ahead. That's the thing. They can be. What's the average? Look up the average size. That's yeah. the extreme. No, that's, that's not. Yeah, that's a, the average biggest. is between
4: eight hundred and eighty and twenty-two hundred pounds. That's the extreme side and how of we average. Even,
0: first that's of the all, average. how are we even sure these are crocs? Those how are cro- how we those even are sure these are crocs are in crocodiles. the picture? Look,
3: those are crocodiles. Let me just say this, okay? I never saw a show on television called the Grizzly Bear Hunter, but there was definitely a show on TV called the Crocodile Hunter. That's all I'm gonna say.
2: <laughs> but true. like. In my opinion, the, cro- the crocodiles just don't, they might have the weight, but they don't have the, they don't have the height, you know? like I don't They're know, 20 feet something- long. No, no but can they, are they going to stand on their tail? I mean, look. No, they, crocodile they only bites, have those right? stubby-ass legs.
4: As soon as a crocodile gets his, its mouth around you, bro, as soon as it hits you with that big old tail, the big old tail is knocking you over. The mouth, as soon as it chomps you, putting you in a death roll. You lose your arm. Look, try and get away and, you stand up you lose your life yeah but, well, okay so you but you're
2: talking about you're talking about a crocodile doing that to a human being what is that, what is that going to do to what are 10 crocs going to do to five five gorillas uh, i absolutely three think bears, crocs 15 all all these things coming at coming for you at once and and all you have to defend you is 10 crocs and what did, what else did you pick the uh the bears
4: Bears, yeah. Obviously, I think we're all in agreement that... Bears are a great choice. Look, yeah, I say,
2: Listen, the bears the are bears... probably the toughest animals on, on, this, on this whole thing.
4: Okay, I have clearly I have just found an article. I have also
0: found, <laughs> I found articles where men have killed crocodiles with their bare Let hands. Let me just read
4: this off. On land, the gorilla has the upper hand in terms of speed and agility. But the crocodile has an overwhelming bite. More than four times the pressure a gorilla can produce. On land.
3: A gorilla doesn't we're need be to on bite. Land. We're not going to be fighting. You're not going to find me in the ocean hiding from these creatures. Yeah. Look. Okay. Think about it like this. And plus, it doesn't even say that your animals have to have to kill, be able to kill the other animals. It just says they have to be able to defend you. If they can shoo them away, then that's, that's fine. They don't have to
4: fight to the death. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think a gorilla is beating ten crocodiles. And there's, I don't think there's anything you can say to me that is going to make me think that five gorillas are going to boss ten crocodiles.
3: They don't have to beat them. They just have to keep them away from me long enough to get away. Are you
0: telling me? That a gorilla would be incapable of grabbing a croc's jaws and snapping it in half.
4: Yes, her. because a croc has the most powerful bite on earth. Yo, this man Jared is literally talking about King Kong right now, bro. <laughs> the, only way, the only way I think anybody holds down a crocodile's mouth is if the mouth is already closed, dude. But for my crocodiles, I have trained them to never close their mouths. That's the thing. If you right. keep their mouth hey. closed, they, don't, they can't open them. We still okay. you around, though. But, we've but seen, I feel like one thing... That we've was... seen old Steve Irwin use his hands. Exactly. Hey, where's he, though? What happened to him? That, that was man, a man got, ray. That man got dusted. It. That man got hey, dusted by... That was a manta
3: ray. A, a man yeah, ray you yeah he base. got
4: dusted by a manta ray, bro. You think he's going to be doing anything against 10 crocodiles? Okay. He probably <laughs> has. No. Don't yeah, you about probably probably yeah. Against 100. Yeah, well, too bad we can't ask him.
0: You know what? We're not disrespecting the crocodile hunter in no, this conversation. Because, for one... He did not die against a crocodile, for one. And two, that man's a national treasure.
3: (laughs) A national treasure to Australia.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We still love him. But I feel like one thing that we're looking, we're overlooking in this this whole debate is it's not just going to be your 10 crocodiles and your three grizzly bears against the gorillas. You still have the 50 Hawks, the seven... Bulls, the 15 wolves, the 10,000 rodents, and the four lions to think about. So, like, do your crocodiles and your uh bears have the speed to and and power to defend against all of those? Oh, and the man, I forgot about that. Oh, I'm thinking, I would say,
0: I'm thinking, yes, just for defense, yeah. So, no matter
4: what we pick, no matter what any of us pick from all the choices we've made defensively. I don't think any of us are being defended by those hawks. No, because you'd have to tell me that gorilla is going to grab fifty hawks out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ape is strong, bro, but ape is not god. Ape is strong,
3: but ape's not god. That's funny. Um, I mean, look, you know, a lion. I think my lion could easily eat some hawk, dude. He's hungry. Eat some hawk. I would. I don't think
4: lion. I would are-
0: actually rather trust. I'd rather trust the Wolves against the Hawks, if we're being honest. True. I'm
4: going to be honest. I don't, I don't see the effectiveness of Lions here, really, either. I think top three, even, even if, if I have to concede a point, I'm saying top three are Grizzly, Gorilla, Crocs. I'm not putting anybody else there.
3: I'm not putting fair. anybody else
4: there. Crocs are
3: not in my top three at all, dude. Lions, they're huge. Lions are huge, bro. Their paws, like, as big as our head.
0: Okay. If it was tiger, also... if it
4: was tiger instead of lion, maybe lion. No, just by itself. That's that's an aesthetic animal, bro. That's an aesthetic hunter. Tiger yeah, would whip. Tiger would whip lion. You're capping. <laughs> Tigers are much bigger and like... much faster than lions, bro.
0: I feel like for defense purposes, my top three would just be bears, gorillas, and the wolves because, uh you know, I, I guess I've seen too much Lion King. They don't seem that harmful to me.
3: Nah, I can't yeah. go with Wolves, man. Just can't do it. I think I'd rather take Wolves over Lions, honestly. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I mean, and plus it's 15 Wolves. Yeah. And four Lions?
4: Yeah. Ah, nah, dude. Y'all are crazy. Really, the, and those really are the like,
2: Wolves might be the most stacked
4: group. I was going to say – and. The the uh the lions those are like male lions those aren't even the lions that are gonna be hunting and killing bro the female lions are the ones that do that so what are you, you gonna do let, with, 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 you four him, with four him. aesthetic lions
3: with four
2: aesthetic lions
0: and do you know how uh do you guys know how wolves go hunting I mean literally they they are doing like staggered formations just like a military group and they are like all the way out there they they take hunting seriously it's real life and you got fifteen of them.
4: Yeah, I think if I'm ranking this, obviously Grizzlies go on top, and then yeah. for me it's Crocodile two, Gorilla three, Wolf four. But I could see any permutation of those four dominating the top. Yeah, that one Hunter, yeah, by himself he's not doing anything. He's getting killed quicker than I am.
2: I say he's he's not doing anything to to any of these animals. I'm yeah, taking I the think, gun,
3: bro. I think Hunter is. I think Hunter is probably
4: is probably the last place for me. Well, step, if you, I, well, yeah, last place, even lower than the rats. If you pick the, if you pick the hunter, bro, that gun, the only thing you're going to be using for it is to off yourself before the animals <laughs> yep, kill <yeah>. you. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you turn that boy around, bro, and you say, Pah. anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's the it's point. It's the ultimate the defense. Ultimate, yeah, I was going to
3: say the <laughs> ultimate defense. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the coward's way out, bro. You're taking the coward's <laughs> way out. <laughs> it's, like you, it's like when you get I'm down dead. to Call of Duty, except this is real life.
0: hey let me let me just get my 12 gauge oh dang there's a lion all right this ain't worth it puts the gun to his head (laughs) it's over (laughs) you really have
3: no choice honestly the hunter
4: but okay i will say this again the only one that's defending against the hawks is the hunter yeah probably yeah Especially if he has a shotgun True. or something that has a lot of spread, he's going to be hitting some of those birds. Look,
3: here's the thing. If the hawks swarm, that's nasty. You might be done for. I'm going to be honest with they're you. They're going to
4: pick the bones off you, bro. I mean, they're going to pick the meat off your bones. True.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think 50 hawks can do to 10 crocodiles?
4: That's a good question.
2: Yeah, this question is for Uriel.
4: What do you think 50 hawks can do to 10 crocodiles?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
4: I'm going to be honest. I am not sure. Crocodiles have a pretty <laughs> tough exterior. I'm, they not, sure they I'm not sure that. they're going to be piercing these crocs. I think it, at the end of the day, it'll probably just be a stalemate. I don't know. I it mean, depends no. on how big the hawks are, man. Some of those hawks are huge.
3: I That's say true, does, but I don't, those... see, I
4: don't see any hawk picking up 2,200 pounds of crocodile, though.
2: No, I don't think picking them up, just like like stabbing at them.
4: Maybe. It'll take a lot. It'll take a lot. <laughs> anyway now that we got that out of the way that's a pretty I think, I think we've reached a consensus basically, I mean we yeah. basically said top four, I think the most useless ones lion, rat, bull, hawk Welcome. human
0: so basically three of us had good points and then somebody else argument was not as strong as the
4: others that's true you know
3: I've been, yeah, you know, I've been moving, it's been, a, it's been a hot day hard day, hot day You know, but my heart was in it.
4: We take our L's like we take our W's, dude, with grace and... uh, Dignity. Dignity, yes. Death of dignity.
0: (laughs) Hey, speaking of debates, you know what? If y'all listened to us last week, we actually had a discussion about some high school band stuff, Uriel. And I talked about bringing you on. Okay. Basically... The way this worked was we know that when we debated for presidency and officership in the band our senior year, Arthur won the majority of the vote for president, like right off the gate. (laughs) That's true. But then, but then me and you had to do like three separate runoffs before they just decided to uh, make us like co-vice presidents. And basically, I'm here to argue the fact that I think I won two out of those three, and then they just brought you on, you know, just to make everybody happy.
4: Uh, I don't yeah, think they, they did an electoral
3: they, college, Jared, bro. That's hurtful.
4: I was just <laughs> say I don't think I don't think uh, <laughs> they brought it on to bring anybody happy. I thought they they honestly believe they probably just brought me on to make themselves happy, just because they like me more than y'all. No offense,
2: <laughs> but I, I
4: told you yeah, that's the truth. They wanted they wanted Uriel to be the president. That's true. Look, they wanted, look, I was the establishment candidate. Let's not get it twisted.
0: He was. Establishment? Let's not get it twisted. I, I was a band officer for two years already before that moment. I've been, a have been a,
4: Well, it's clear that Jared was the Pete Buttigieg Judge of that election, but I was more like the Joe Biden. Right, okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's, let's settle Arthur this Arthur was the right Bernie now.
4: Sanders of that election. That's you know what? true.
0: Jared Evans. Jared Evans isn't gay, so he's not the Pete Buttigieg. Judge of any election
4: well, I mean, there's theories
3: because that's all he had well, going. That's, there's theories Listen. that say
4: that Putin, Pete Buttigieg isn't gay either, so... That's, that's true.
3: <laughs> Here, we'll settle it this way. You boys give me your stances and then I'll vote. I'll have the final say.
4: I don't even remember what my platform... I don't remember what the platforms were even about. Nope. Well, nope, Jared, you win. There you go. I'll- <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this much. Much like Joe Biden. When- I don't know what is- we're talking about.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <dang.
4: laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll say this much about what I remember, okay? Because it's not much. But I do remember that when we when we had to get up there and make a speech before the voting began, I basically said nothing. But I just wanted to get the crowd going. That's all I remember.
2: Okay. I don't I don't remember anything. I feel like I remember that.
3: <laughs> I actually like that. I, think, I want to get the crowd going. That's pretty good.
0: Like, honestly, I just want to get people riled up and I don't even care. I didn't discuss any issues. I just got him on. I just got him to, like, start screaming and stuff, and that's all I remember. Listen,
2: Jared Evans, the most dangerous candidate.
4: I don't even know He's what like we were even your, debating your about.
0: Children. Dude, I'm already – uh yeah, I'm already riling up my children. I've got two boys, and – who knows? Maybe one day it'll be five boys and I'm going to
4: have like, my own little army. This man, he's this man
1: Jared
4: I mean... said he's going to have a paramilitary group of large sons just to <laughs> feast on <laughs> his enemies, bro. <laughs> the, big, hey. the big piss army. <laughs> <laughs> the big boys, bro. That's going to be his elite squadron. They're going to wear some, those skull masks, bro, and just show up at people's houses to intimidate them. <laughs> it's,
0: the B, it's the BPA. Our military patch is going to be like a somebody taking a piss.
3: This
4: going to start the new chapter of the goddamn three percenters, bro.
3: <laughs> Jared's like, uh, "I need you boys to go secure the surroundings." And then he looks outside and like, Jaden is like throwing some pine cones or something. And he busts outside. And he's like, "Jaden, what the piss? Secure the surroundings."
4: <laughs>
3: uh. And
0: y'all don't even know whenever whenever you start to have these kids and they get older, man, you really got to watch what you say because they, they actually do start repeating you <laughs> despite, you know,
2: common belief. I don't
3: think I that... Thought, I, I,
2: thought, I, say, I thought common, common belief, belief... Yeah, common belief was that kids repeat stuff. Sure,
0: but you know how basically when they're really young, you'll be like, okay, look, we can go ahead and discuss this because they're not going to remember this. Well, then... You keep saying that until they finally start repeating the exact same stuff and then you're like, Oh,
3: okay, so they've been listening this
0: whole time. Yeah. Kids be yeah,
3: listening. And they love to pick up on the worst things. I would know because I'm a father. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Dude, okay.
2: I I said this before. He's do a father
0: know? he's a father of the bulge. Okay.
3: <laughs> look, yeah. look I mean <laughs> hey i'm not i'm, not I'm just say saying anything. I'm not even gonna say anything
0: if we're bringing up the past, we all heard that podcast, okay <laughs> Hey,
3: look, those are the old days dude it's a, it's a new day
4: he had rabies on the brain bro he had bulge on the brain oh stop
3: <laughs>
4: oh man bulge on the brain. hey you
0: know what have you guys been uh watching any of these movies that are just coming to platforms like uh, Palm Springs or Eurovision?
3: I no. haven't, but I've heard that it. I haven't even heard of those well, movies. Palm Springs is good. Uh, I haven't heard that much about Eurovision.
4: I'm going to keep it a buck. Okay. I don't even really watch that many movies, bro. I normally don't either, actually. I have movies that I like to Wait, watch, is... but I, there's not a lot
2: of movies that I'm going out of my way to watch. Wait a second, Uriel. Didn't you just watch a movie about penguins?
4: I'm still watching that movie. That movie's good, actually. Okay, oh. so it's called Penguins' <laughs> Memory, right? It's called Penguins' Memories, right? <laughs> so, just to explain, just to give a bit of background on what this is, so it's an animated movie from Japan. So it's an anime movie, basically, and it's about penguin. I
0: mean, who who else would make an animation of Penguins' Memories?
4: <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's about so penguin. <laughs> it's about a penguin. His name is Mike, right? His name that's is an White. odd name for a penguin. Okay, and Mike was he's, – he's basically returning from Vietnam um, because his platoon, him and uh, Al and this other penguin we're were a unit in Vietnam, bro, and they, uh, they were about to leave, and then both of his, his comrades, Lee, got murked. And it's a drama. It's a drama. So it's like him returning from war, returning from Vietnam – and he's traumatized. He has PTSD and he's trying to figure out how to readjust and come back into the world. Um, so okay. it's really, really wild because, like, these penguins were the mascot for a beer company. <laughs> and I, I actually do not know why they, they made a beer company mascot into a Vietnamese war drama if that makes sense ptsd war drama (laughs) that's basically like like putting count chocula in a period piece about like apartheid (laughs) 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 so like the movie is good like the tone of the movie is really good it's in japanese so you have to find it subbed but it's on youtube the whole movie's on youtube it's only an hour and 42 minutes long only only an hour (laughs) so
0: it's Okay, let's discuss the uh, the difference, though. So, this technically isn't animation; it's anime. I mean, anime is
4: animation, right?
2: It's,
4: yeah, there's it's a same form thing. of animation. Anime is just Japanese animation. Yeah, here is the thing. Hey, so, it's an
2: animated movie. I see,
4: anime. So,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, sure.
0: Japanese does have regular animation too, though. But when we start discussing, like a a basically war hero penguin with PTSD. That's all the characteristics of anime right there. Well,
4: well, 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 well. The, the style of the movie is more like a cartoon than an over-the-top kind of anime. It's a very, very, like, cart. So it's not like, not, it's not like Naruto or no, Dragon no, Ball Z, no, no. basically. No, like, There's barely any action in it. Like, at the beginning, when they're leaving Vietnam, they get shot at, and then, like, a guy falls off. A, one of the penguins falls off the helicopter. Al falls off the helicopter as they're getting airlifted out. And then that's basically the, the... That's all the action basically for the rest of the movie. After that, it's just somber dialogue and reflections. And it's pretty good. Anime
3: that's makes interesting. Me all right.
4: The anime style freaks me out. I mean, it's not... It's hard to describe because it's not an anime style, you know? You would think you're just watching like a... Like, imagine watching like a Disney movie, but like... about vietnam penguins (laughs) yeah it's about like yeah yeah basically and how how hard one has it having ptsd coming back from uh war crimes and like it it even shows like he the very first scene he sees um his own military choppers just like demolishing these civilian vietnamese penguins uh and then he's like "Oh, oh lord they were innocent you know, getting his PTSD like that, and then just getting shot at, getting actually <coughs> shot, and so, just I not mean, being able so to this readjust. Is, this is an adult. This is an adult movie, basically,
3: but animated and about penguins.
4: These cartoonish penguins, yeah, it's really, really Interesting. good. They, like one of the, I guess, one of the most classic um, PTSD tropes scenes is, is in it, and I'm not even sure if this was a trope because I guess this came out before a lot of other things came out where he's like at a party. They throw him a surprise party and everybody, you need to everybody's stop. everybody's asking him <laughs> like, oh, how does it feel? How many people did you kill? How many people did you kill? And he's like, doesn't want to talk about it because obviously that's not something he's proud of. He's traumatized by the fact he had to kill and he saw his friends get killed. So, and it's a penguin. So, you know, I'm going to finish watching it though. It's really good. Yeah.
0: I was about to say, if we don't stop this, we're going to have like forty minutes of basically Japanese penguin talk (laughs) coming back from Vietnam.
4: I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting topic. I mean, how many? You don't see movies do that, do you? But do you need to see movies do that? Yeah, Yeah, I think I think that sort of movie has a space that needs to be filled. I think, especially now where we're just seeing a bunch of blockbusters, there's, you know, it's it's easy to say there's not enough original ideas in movies and in the film industry, but when something like this, which is pretty original, I would say, comes up, we can't just dismiss it and be like, well, that's too weird. Is it? Definitely, if I was going to be defended by any
3: animal, it would be a PTSD Vietnam penguin. It came out in
2: 1985.
3: <laughs> wow. Ahead of the game. That's, that's, you know, I that's, think... I'll, uh, say, yeah, that's
2: pretty old.
0: I'll say I think most cultures would look at any film from another country and be like okay that just sounds super weird and extreme
3: i mean yeah i mean you always see these weird clips from bollywood movies and stuff like that you know
4: it's just a different (laughs) style of of uh i guess movie producing and if it sells it sells you know they're not gonna make it if it doesn't sell or like you always
3: also see those clips from those movies from africa
4: what is that? Nollywood. Called? Nollywood.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Nollywood. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, it's it's very obvious that the American the Hollywood, basically. The Hollywood runs movies across the world. People flock to watch American movies, you know? True. So it is nice to watch foreign films that, you know, wouldn't be produced uh in the US. Especially not now that you know, I like watching superhero movies as much as the next guy, but it's it's obvious that that's like a cash cow right now. Like big franchises like Marvel are 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 billion billion dollar generators, basically, right? Like yeah. even Guardians of the Galaxy. Like when nobody believed in them, they turned that into a, a money machine. <laughs> so that's true. And now, I guess I I would say I'm not sure how accurate the statement is. Uh, but I would say, in in my eyes, that it would be harder to get something like this financed and produced today than back in, like, 85. You know? But even back then, I would feel like I it mean, would be almost impossible to get this financed uh, in the U.S. by anybody in Hollywood, so.
0: Honestly, if you told me a movie basically about a Japanese... Animated Penguin. Good grief, I'm having technical difficulties. (laughs) Well, like, if you told me that movie was coming out today,
4: I would still believe you. I mean, yeah. It's just... uh, The movie industry is interesting. It's got a lot of issues. And uh, a lot of originality issues. But every once in a while, they put out something classic like this.
2: Well... Me, I, I too have been watching an animated movie, but it, mine is a, a dive back into my childhood days, and this because Disney Plus has put up Tarzan on there, and so <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I so I got to relive some childhood moments, man, and some and some good Phil Cla- Phil Collins classic tunes. <laughs> Uh, I was about
0: to say, of all the old Disney animated films, Tarzan probably has the best soundtrack. Dude, that's it's my it's my favorite.
4: My man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's definitely my favorite Disney
2: movie of all time. It's so good, man.
3: See, I feel like I love the soundtrack, but I don't love the movie. What,
2: like, what kind of yeah, okay, problems did so, you have with this movie?
3: I, I, I like the movie, but I don't. I don't like the when they movie, kill Kerchak.
2: Okay.
0: You yeah. gotta get where they're coming from, right? So basically, like when Ethan says he doesn't like the movie, think about the context, because it's not really mentioned sometimes. Basically, all those other gorillas are females. Kerchak is the father to all those animals, but they make it wanna seem like only him and uh God, what's his mother's name? Kala, the dude. Gorilla Kala, yeah basically they try to make it look like they were the only couple but they traveled in a herd full of women and Kerchak was the only male That's
4: true and it kind of makes me uncomfortable that once Kerchak died it was kind of Tarzan's responsibility to pipe all those gorillas so <laughs> <No>. There's there's, <laughs> other, there's I other
2: male gorillas Ugh. in the group two of uh uh yeah of, of, t- Tarzan's children friends. children two of Tarzan's friends are uh are male and he grew we're up them the ones that, uh, like when Tarzan was was uh, grabbing the elephant hair, and uh, T- he was with Turk and the other two gorillas. Those those were boys, and then he grew up with the with yeah, but them. They
0: were, they were children at the time. Yeah, they were I'm children talking men, about the actual dynamics of the group. I don't know, like, dude. I like you guys reading too much into
2: that. Turk is a girl, though. Turk is a girl. But I'm, I'm yeah. saying, like. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Kurtzak was out here piping all the. He wasn't, he wasn't donating, donating his, uh, his seed like that. Oh, he definitely
0: was. I think he
4: might have been. I think he was.
2: Damn.
0: I
4: didn't even realize there was a Tarzan I think live action movie. I that one just kind of, just kind of skipped that one, I guess. I heard it was oh, very good.
2: I want to see it though. I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, I've
0: actually seen it. You're talking about the one with uh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie was in that. Yeah, because they've got that Skarsgård brother, not the one who played Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. other guy
2: was a guard in there. He play, who played Tarzan.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yes, I've seen it, and it's actually it's not that bad as far as live action Tarzan goes. Um, I mean you'd get a, you'd get a kick out of it, but it's really not a terrible movie. I
3: mean. I don't know. Like like we said earlier, I just don't watch that many movies. Me so neither. It has to really me if me if I feel like I want to watch it. I'm probably going to you know? watch the new
4: Candyman. That looks good.
2: Yo, the new Candyman yeah, is going to be game-changing, bro. I'm just calling it now. I love that. I love Candyman, so it's going to be so good.
4: That's going to be good, and then there's something else. I don't remember what it was now, and I can't remember it, but there's something else I wanted to watch. It's coming out later this year. I think I sent y'all a link to it on Twitter, like a few months ago, but I can't remember what it is now. But I mean, there's not really any movies coming out right now because I mean, there's a, there's a drought, you know, no, no movie theaters. And, uh, I don't think there's going to be movie theaters open for a hot minute. And even if they are, I don't think people are going to be going to them for a hot minute.
3: I mean, now they're open now, man, still like in town and stuff, but they're showing like, you know, Jurassic park and like, um, star Wars. I think
2: there's, I think they're showing dirty dancing too.
3: Yeah. We oh see. well. I, yeah, so y'all are talking about
0: y'all talking about small town theater in Georgia, though, right? Like where I'm at in old Colorado, I've got like the AMC. They ain't got and small town
4: theaters in Colorado, bro.
0: Yeah, like both of which <laughs> are not open, and I'm pissed because I love the movies. I want to go back.
3: You're gonna sit? Yeah. Now, in theaters, I don't think they're gonna be open for a long time.
0: I mean, look, so. So, y'all know how Tenet was recently delayed again? And yeah. AMC, AMC pushed back their date to mid-August, and they basically said this time, they said, hey, we're not uh, delaying it again. Theaters and studios need to get used to the new normal, and we can't go bankrupt. So, whatever happens, AMC is opening in August from their latest statement, which could change again, obviously. But this one seemed pretty stern.
4: Yeah, I was looking like AMC is going bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be the bearer I mean, bad news, but I I feel like there
2: will I, still be I a, a lot of favorite. a lot of people that still go to the like will go back to the movies uh once they open. It's uh especially especially amongst the people who already don't care to wear masks and masks and things like that. Like uh it's just going to it's going to be a it's going to be a lot of people there i feel like
0: yeah but all the uh yeah, all the major chains like AMC, Regal, and Cinemark they all said that if you're not wearing a face mask inside the premises they'll kick you out like you can only take it off when you're watching the movie and like eating popcorn
3: and everybody knows that the coronavirus doesn't spread when you're watching a movie that's true <laughs> it hides like a coward it yeah. is.
2: It's a, it's, it doesn't, <laughs> coronavirus doesn't like the smell of, uh, of buttered popcorn. It, it, it <laughs> ain't <laughs> butter.
3: Uh, that's why always, I'm always sure to keep a stick on me when Chill. I <laughs> <laughs> This
4: man says, you know, I keep that thing on me. It's, it's all sad. melted <laughs> from his body heat. Butter. I'll mean, have melted butter in your pocket. I know.
2: He's got a container of
0: land I of know that I like.
4: This man just gets really bad acne on just one part of his thigh from where the butter seeped (laughs) into his pores.
0: Hey, I just know that I like the movies, right? You know, so, hey, if you're at risk for getting COVID, don't go. But I would like to go back. I mean, I like going to the movie. If you're at risk, if you're at risk for dying from COVID, right? But it seems like everybody's going to come into contact with it eventually. So... I'm like, hey, I just want to go
2: back to the movies. I mean, everybody I mean, at risk of dying from COVID. That wasn't right? a
4: definite, but the policy choices have been made, have made it a definite at this point.
0: I mean, right, right. So I'm saying, I'm saying the reaction was bad. It could have been better. If you're an
4: American, but... you're probably going to get it. If you're living in another civilized part of the world, the chances are much lower.
0: True. I mean, hey. I would not disagree with that statement, but I don't believe that like China only had
4: 80,000 cases. It doesn't matter if you believe it It now because we've blasted through that.
0: No, I'm I'm sure we're, I'm sure we're still blasting. Like even if they're not testing as much as we are, I don't think they just had like 80,000. I mean, I know we're going to, we're probably going to be the complete leader of all this thing when it's over. Literally China
4: yesterday had like, 50 new cases in their mainland.
0: I think it's uh, I mean, I think everybody reacted better than the U.S. when it, when it all first started happening.
4: I think everybody is still reacting there was no, better than the U.S.
0: I mean, true. Like I said, you know, before we can get into it if we want to and I'll, I'll talk about H1N1 but when there were sixty one million cases of that in the US back in oh nine, nobody seemed to care about social distancing or closing down anything. And and that's confirmed. CDC numbers, sixty one million in a year in the US.
2: Damn.
3: You're right. I do remember that. I don't really remember what was going on though, because we were literally like what, like fourteen? I didn't care. Yeah, I was like whatever.
0: But I'm saying, like, we were all going to school then, and nobody was saying anything about it. Like, we were still having pep rallies. Nobody was wearing a mask.
3: I mean, I don't know, dude. This is all too conspiracy for me. I don't like to buy the hype. Buy the hype. I mean, okay. Conspiracy. Conspiracy of what,
0: though?
4: There's literally an H1N1 vaccine the same year, though. That's true.
0: And yet we still had 61 million cases in a year. So it
4: which just conspiracies? Feels like... Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Did H1N1 leave as many lasting, I guess, uh, after effects as COVID? And what was H1N1 I mean, more observable to see what it actually did to people than COVID? Because half of the danger with COVID is people. It's not a fully. It's such a random virus. You can be fine. You right. can be. 100 years old, there's people who are 100 years old come away with it fine, right? There's people who are our age who come away having to be on oxygen for the rest of their lives. It varies so widely, yeah, no, that's not... that's that's the biggest danger that I see. I mean, obviously, it's super contagious. I don't even remember how contagious H1N1 was. Was H1N1 uh, passable the same way that, that uh, COVID is?
0: Yeah. The CDC said the primary rate of... Uh... Transmission with H1N1 was like coughing, sneezing, breathing. So basically, if a if a mask was to be worn, it definitely should have been worn for like H1N1.
4: The that pan, also though that pandemic ended in a year. Like I don't see this one ending in a year. Yeah, no. But
0: I don't. I mean, like I said, I just know the numbers from that year. But I wondered when they when like the WHO ended the pandemic, how many cases were still going on like after. What does it take to end a pandemic? Is it just a vaccine being created and safely distributed?
3: That's You're actually raising an interesting question there. I was wondering the same thing when you started saying that. Yeah, I would like to know the the number after after the pandemic was over just to see.
1: Hmm.
3: I mean, I'm not
0: going to say there's any conspiracies, and I get that there's some people who are being – weirdly affected by COVID, you know, because some people talk about not having like taste or anything after a month or two from recovering. So it's, it's a weird disease. It's obviously going to need like much further study. I know they just, they're, they're having successful trials in the UK right now with a vaccine that created antibodies. So I hope within like the next year, we can go back to normal, but I think because of the federal response, and because of different numbers being shown and like, other states, like where I'm at in Colorado, where they flubbed up with uh, the reporting of deaths, because I think the federal response and the mixture of that type of stuff has got people questioning it. Because, like, Colorado, their numbers in deaths went down by, like, 25% because they got investigated. Basically, they had people who were dying of alcohol poisoning and everything, but labeling it as COVID.
4: Okay, but – there's another point that I want to make before we move too far is the H1N1 death total in that entire year and a half, year and a half. Oh, it was extremely low. Yeah, it was like 248,000. We're already worldwide. We're, that's worldwide. That's not U.S. That's not just U.S. We're yeah, already yeah. at 641,000 people dead from COVID.
0: I think the, uh, no, I get that point too, because in the U.S., I think in that year for H1N1, they reported like 12,000 deaths which is extremely low compared to like the 100 plus thousand we're at now. We're almost now. at
4: 150K. We're at 148K yeah. in what, four months?
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I, I – when they talk about it
4: – I was going to say – Like the
0: hospitalization rate is – or well, so the hospitalization rate was more than double with H1N1, but more people are dying from this. So I guess those numbers don't make sense to me. I
4: was going to say, I don't think – I, I wouldn't even – I don't see how they can be compared at this point because it's clear that one got under control really fast and this one is ravaging all right now. So. Right,
0: but
3: I wonder... So, no, you go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll I was just going to say I wonder what, what, what led to that one being under control so quick. It felt like, like even when that hit, though, from what I remember, it felt like people were just better, even though we didn't do the whole social distancing thing and mask, it felt like people were better prepared for it if that makes any sense at all. We, but is it probably had? A is it response. under
0: control if we if we had sixty one million cases in a year? Because I don't even know if COVID will get that in a year here. No,
4: definitely get yeah, more deaths. Right. So yeah, I'll say it's got more deaths. So things. it's looking like it's a deadlier
0: disease. Yeah. True. Yeah. No, I'm not arguing that point. Not at all. So
4: I mean, but that would make more sense just, for them to want more precautions if it's deadlier. it's it's projected yeah, to kill more with less I'm, cases than. It would make sense so to guess, me to want social distancing and masks in that case.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm not arguing the masks or even social distancing. Basically, what I'm trying to say is comparing it to like the last pandemic, like H1N1. What does it take for us to return to normal? Because even after we get a vaccine, people are still going to die from this. But are we, get, are we just going to live life like normal after a vaccine is developed? That's a good question. Are you
3: guys going to get the vaccine when it's developed? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, yep. most
1: likely.
4: Yeah, me too. I mean, I've just seen a lot of people saying, you know. Dude, the anti-vaxxer mask slipped off either for a second. He put it right back on. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, of course.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, I've just seen, you know, a lot
4: of people couldn't I get the vaccine. And I don't understand why. It's the people. It's weird, too, because it's the people who don't. Okay. So they don't want to social distance. They don't want to wear a mask, They want everything to be open, but they don't want the vaccine. Like, these four beliefs just are not compatible with each other. If, unless, unless the end goal is,
3: as many people get
4: it, and, you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> unless that's the end goal, to get as many people infected and to get as many people, unfortunately, uh, dead as possible. But, like, I don't know. That's just that worldview well, doesn't make sense.
0: Let's just say this to justify that view, right? Not, not that view of not getting the vaccine or anything else. But how many of those same people, if schools told them that, hey, in order to get your child back in school, they have to get the vaccine, how many of those same people are going to take them to get that vaccine right away?
4: Probably uh, yeah, none of them, probably. honestly. Well, and cause, you don't think so? Because I'm thinking, see, I see, said none. in my head, I'm thinking these are the, these are the, um, these are the hard right megatypes. They don't like public schools anyway. They want to see everything. Like I, I'm going to be hundred percent real. This may be, this may sound conspiratorial, but I'm just going to say it. Okay. So the way I'm looking at this public schools reopening, right? The, there's, okay. there's two ways to look at it, I guess, from the actions they're taking the way. Number one is either way. They basically win no matter what happens here. Um, hard, the hard right wins. Because on one end, we are, say we reopen schools and then things do kind of get out of control and like um, cases just spike again. Like, but basically everywhere, everywhere the schools are open, cases spike again. Okay, well, they got that. If we don't reopen schools, confidence in our public school system goes down even more. And then we, they, they kind of get an avenue with which to destroy public schooling, if that makes sense. They, can't, they, will, they will defund uh, if, if we give them the opportunity. You know, so we're in a we're in a we're between a rock and a hard place on that right now. I don't have a
0: I I would actually I would argue that the like the hard MAGA people are are the ones that need public school the most.
4: Oh, they need it the most, but they hate it the most. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't understand that. (laughs) Everybody. And here's the thing that's really insidious about it is like. These are just avenues to, to 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 funnel money from. From public schools to private schools and charter schools, which, you know, I don't know your, you guys' views on charter schools, but in my eyes, charter schools are not the answer. And they're, they're only an alternative because our public schools have been hurt so much by defunding and just a, a constant attacks on public education by conservatives and the right for the past, what, 60 years. So we're slipping, Agreed. we're slipping and it's, Uncomfortable watch because I, I don't know the answer, obviously. And I just, I don't know.
0: I would just, to backpedal a little bit, I I would say we all kind of have the same views when it comes to like the botched response of the government when it comes to COVID. But I just know that just me being locked up at home out here in Colorado uh, I would love for life to get back to
4: normal. I think, yeah, I think no, we all I would. For yeah, 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 for I would, sure. Me Not and much. Arthur would be know, at work.
3: Yeah, I see. I know for a fact that Jared is getting beaten by his large sons, dude, and that's why he to get <laughs> <laughs> So he can leave the house. Yeah, Jared's everybody, like, go like, to life.
4: school. Stop <laughs> beat my ass. No. <laughs> fun,
0: fun fact, I've had to go to work every day, so –
3: Oh, uh, <laughs> he's like it's the only solace
4: I get where I'm not beaten. <laughs> Do You get like it's like are you like pretty secluded in your office? Are you seeing a lot of people uh, in there?
0: No, not really. I even interact with like construction crews. So they make you wear masks. Yeah, I mean I think only in office spaces. That like makes if sense. I'm in the construction site, I don't have to.
4: That makes sense. That makes sense. Being outside, you can take a few steps back more, but. Well, they also say, so if
0: we're going to talk about the response, right, Didn't so didn't scientists and, you know, the researchers on this basically say that things like vitamin D and the sun have a hand in kind of killing this thing almost instantly? But yet California, you know, their cases keep spiking every day despite continually being locked down. And I'm just wondering uh, why aren't, like, outside, you know, why are they doing things like closing down parks and trails when it, when supposedly it's been researched that being outside is good for killing the disease? I'll agree on that point. Dude.
4: I'll agree on that point. I think that I I think the issue comes in when when massive amounts of people are all in the same space outside. That could be an issue, you know. I
2: yeah. think that's
4: what it is. Yeah. yeah, I
2: thought Jared. I thought you were gonna say, uh, you know, vitamin D and the sun were good at killing it, but California's. Cases keep spiking despite them being called the Sunshine State. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh I mean look. I agree. And I think I think that um, I think that the CDC and the you know leading scientists did botch it very early by saying when they did, they did rightfully say early, they said mass won't help, and now they're saying mass help. Well the people who got that information at in the beginning are using those tidbits of information that they gave out saying masks don't help to kind of counter that now. And it's like if you would have just fucking right. had masks helped at the beginning, they wouldn't have that leg to stand up. Because now, I mean, it's, it's kind of shown masks do help, you know. They, they limit right, the vapors, but they botched it. So that
0: goes back to like the conspiracy stuff that Ethan was uh, kind of bringing up. So basically, you know what the federal government said coming back from that when they started to backpedal, they admitted that they said nobody needs to wear a mask at first, so hospitals would stay, like, they would have uh, those N95s yeah. and everything in stock. That was a botch. Which makes It makes yeah. sense that they would, I mean, you know. I don't, yeah. but it, so, so it makes sense that they would say it, but why not just say, hey, don't purchase these masks, they won't be available unless you show, like, your hospital badge or anything, and go ahead and start wearing like your own cloth mask like i wear yeah like cloth mask or masks or the fabric ones like i have a neck gaiter that i wear neck gaiter <laughs> it, it's comfortable man it's 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 like the only mask i would uh i would wear because i can't breathe for 8 hours a day in all the other ones they have given me and all these masks
3: that i have that i've tried are all just uncomfortable and i've just decided you know i guess just
4: better get used to it for a while. Dude, I'm going to mm-hmm. buy you a neck gator, Ethan. Uh, yeah. I like the I cloth Dude, I'm going to get you a Ghost of Tsushima mask.
0: Yo. Bet,
4: dude. Hey. Dude, give me I one. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be sick. If I could find them. Ghost of Tsushima. Hey.
0: Dude, as far as comfort goes for mask and face coverings, gators are where it's at because it's, it's basically just like a dry fit shirt on your face. I
3: actually <laughs> think I do have one of
4: those. Uh, um, I never wear it. But yeah, I'm going to say that there's when when I'm saying that the government has failed. I'm not saying that only only conservatives have failed because I think liberals have failed us and Democrats have failed us tremendously um, in this time of need. I honestly, I only see one man who, and this this may I've lost a lot of favor for this man, but I will give him the due where it is due, Um, just the way that he was basically cooked into into endorsing old Biden. He has to, obviously, but yeah. I didn't like it. But I think Bernie's uh constant fighting for people who are out of a job and people who are poor and suffering the most and just basically stand to lose the most because you know there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a lot of, of, of homeless people coming out of this. I Hell hate yeah. to be able to say it, but because now like um the Like, the rent moratoriums are are ending for people. And, you know, if you had a job in a restaurant, if you had a job in a hotel, if you had a job... I mean, every every industry has been affected by this, I'm pretty sure. Even a little bit. Like, people have lost jobs in every single industry. So, it's like, what are they going to do next, you know? Like, when you can't pay the rent, and then also your unemployment benefits are $200 a month. And you also have to pay for your car, your insurance, your food... Your bills. There's going to be a lot of really hard choices being well, made. And unfortunately, we're going to see a lot of people on the street.
3: Yeah, I literally saw this thing a few days ago with this guy talking about how um, he's having to move to Canada. He's having to leave the country and move to Canada to be closer to his wife's family. Because after the pandemic hit and they both lost their jobs and he was like, you know, we have four kids and we just can't do it. He was like, we live in Portland. and I, I can't do it anymore. He said, I've been here. Basically half my life, and now I have to leave because I just can't afford it.
4: I mean,
0: and even millionaires, even millionaires are hating this. Joe Rogan is taking his podcast to
4: Texas. I mean, look, but billionaires aren't.
2: Oh yeah, hell
0: no! no, Look
4: how much money they've made off our backs in this short amount of time. Just, I was about to
0: say you want to talk about conspiracy like Walmart and Amazon banked so much money off of this pandemic because they got the, you know, obviously Amazon's online, but like Walmart, man, all those small businesses that had to close and Walmart's just like staying open the entire time.
4: It, it's at the end of the day, it's class warfare. It's it's the upper class taking every opportunity that they can to pound us out. Even during a pandemic, it doesn't stop for them. It's it's going to be them taking an opportunity every opportunity to to take as much from us as they can during these times, if that makes sense. You know, it sounds a bit. Yeah. Well, my apologies. And if you don't like that,
0: if you don't like that, you ain't black.
4: All right. That's true. Look,
0: (laughs) at this point, look. I was bringing it back to Biden. If anybody's heard that quote, we can pull it up in descriptions and or anything. Joe Biden said that
4: quote for quote. He did. He did. He did. He did. I don't, think any of us, I don't think any of us particularly like Biden, honestly. No, I don't think so. I don't think he was anybody's first choice, and that's a damning indictment of our, our quote-unquote so-called democracy that these, these two turds are the ones that we get. <laughs> it's a democracy you know for the rich, and the rest of us, we eat the slop they serve us.
0: I've said it before, but I just watched an interview this past week that will make me say it again. I really hope before the election – we can get a debate between Joe Biden and Trump because literally in an, in an interview this week with Chris Wallace, Trump said that uh, Joe Biden doesn't even know he's alive. And I would love to see the
4: jabs between the two. I think it was so funny. Oh, him. I,
2: that's definitely going to happen. That, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be something.
4: <laughs> Did y'all see the, in that same interview where he's like, I took a test, the questions very hard, very hard. Hey, yeah. your <laughs> what color The sky is. <laughs> they ask you what number comes after three. It's four. Most people wouldn't know that. <laughs> Very beautiful, beautiful test. What? Very beautiful test. And I, perfect.
0: What can't be debated is that man is like golden
4: television. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, he's of the reality show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty funny, though, seeing Joe in. I, I would say we would probably get some quality, quality moments out of that. Just uh, some yeah, quality the,
2: old man. The memes are going to be limitless.
4: Yeah, old man just doesn't know where he is. He's just going to be talking about – he's just going to be walking around, talking to God dang uh, Simone Sanders, being like, hey, Jack. <laughs> hey,
0: Jack. <laughs> Hey, he'll be like – he'll be like uh, – Joe will be like, where's my wife? And he'll pull up his sister.
4: Yeah, he'll be like, oh, now that's one hot mama, Jack. <laughs> Be like, oh, my favorite thing about Joe Biden is um when he's talking, and he realizes he said something that he kind of fucked up, and he'll just stop talking, like he'll be like, yes. like he'll be like, oh man, ah, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Then he'll just somberly look down, and then the interviewer will quickly skip over it and go to the next question.
0: Dude, he had an interview just like that on uh, I think
4: GMA recently. Yeah, I mean, look, it's just uh a shit show. It's a shit show. That's not the way to put it. Um, it's the illusion of choice that we have. Yeah. Because when you look down at when you look at it um, from a long term point of view, it's basically saying it, it, it's the same policy. It's the same policies basically, but painted in two different colors.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think. If like Democratic voters wanted people to stand on their own leg, there were much better candidates basically to challenge the establishment. Like Andrew Yang, I thought he had some excellent platforms, but he didn't stand a chance because he's already not even like a career politician.
4: As soon as, as soon as Buttigieg, Klobuchar, um, Warren, and Harris, Harris all coalesced around Joe right there, right after Nevada. That it when was over. Always, yeah. When the media basically ran with the story that once again they were like Joe Biden wins South Carolina and the rest of the country. Hooray! Nobody likes yeah, Bernie even though and then it was like
0: Bernie wasn't even that far behind him. He wasn't as far as the primary votes go when he dropped out.
4: Look, I hate to sound like a sore loser, but um at the end of the day, media coverage of of how they cover Joe and how they cover establishments uh, establishment candidates they like it's much different than how they cover bernie i mean for god's sake chris matthews was literally basically crying on tv after bernie won nevada saying that he was going to get executed in central park by bernie and his gang of socialists and it's and this is this is on nbc this is on like prime time cable he's saying this like come on man you could tell me like at the end and- of the day anybody who's like oh there's not a media bias against bernie okay yeah sure there wasn't
0: can we all just agree that basically most corporate news now just sucks? Like they're all biased. Yeah. We can
4: absolutely agree. Yeah.
0: Like I think the only actual real reporting I've seen recently is from the Hill because they actually say things like allegedly and they don't just run with their opinion.
3: I mean every – you know what? I, the best thing I heard ever was uh, when I was doing some student student teaching type things with uh, – the. One Mr. Jones, shouts out Mr. Jones. Right. Um, and we were talking about sources and stuff like that. And Mr. Jones said, for something to be considered news automatically makes it bias. And I think that's one of the best things you could probably say about news. I think <laughs> that
4: uh, my favorite independent journalists are, for a while it was The Intercept. But I keep reading about these things where apparently The Intercept, everybody who leaks um, like news to The Intercept, all their sources end up in federal prison. So now, <laughs> so now I'm kind of like, you know, is is the intercept just a bunch of snitches that they like, <laughs> that they just turned their sources over? This really good news or what? So now uh, I don't know if you've heard of the gray zone. Um, the gray zone is pretty good. Just independent journalists are a lot better than anything backed by a media machine. Yeah, but there's also, um. There's a fine line, too, between independent journalism and, like, conspiratorial bias journalism, if that makes sense, you know? Like, I'm not going to be taking news from MAGAnews.com, you know? (laughs) MAGAnews.com. They may be independent, but they're basically just going to tell me that Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton eat babies out of KFC buckets. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) What am I trying to hear that for?
0: The, the next we hear about Clinton will be uh, when we hear the story break about Ghislaine Maxwell's suicide. Exactly. That's how
4: yep. you say her name?
3: That's be... Ghislaine? That's how you're supposed Ghislaine.
4: to say her name? Jesus Christ. I, I thought it was Giz... I honestly thought it was Giz I literally
0: kept saying Giz... Ghislaine. Ghislaine. No, I... I... I heard it on some network the other day. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. No, I mean you're probably yeah, you're right. Almost,
3: that makes a lot more sense. The
4: Jislay. Yeah, you're almost definitely right, but it's just really funny. I've been no, saying Jislay
2: this whole time. Trump has been Trump has been uh, hoping that she's well and stuff, and then after she after she dies of mysterious causes, he's gonna be like, "Well,
4: huh? <laughs> wasn't me." <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah, you, you heard you heard me on TV saying I was praying for. her. How often do y'all follow? Like, how do you, how closely y'all follow? Like QAnon? Not closely. Not really. No. Jared, do you know what QAnon is?
0: Dude, I'm gonna be straight up with you. I have no idea. It's probably best <laughs> that you don't. Know.
3: So I can tell you, someone of your family knows. QAnon. <laughs>
4: what? <laughs> Uh, That's the truth. That's so the basically, truth. QAnon is um, QAnon is a hard right conspiracy theory that, since his election, Trump has been secretly has been secretly arresting high profile Democrats, Republicans, basically high profile politicians, sending them to Gitmo, and then also arresting celebrities, um, sending them to Gitmo and executing them and replacing them with body doubles for the for the crime of. Um, like treason, basically. treason and then also yeah, and also saying that they all like um fuck children basically. Um <laughs> anyway, this conspiracy's been going on for like 4 years and literally like every week is like this is the week, this is the week it's going to happen. It's all going to come unveiled. And then like for the past 4 years it's been that every single week and like <laughs> what have they gotten? And and the funny thing is like like you said um for some reason they think that trump first off would be rounding up these people as if he isn't one of these people like the man was <laughs> yeah. very good friends with, with epstein bro the man yeah, they, has been the videos are real, i was gonna bro. say the man has canoodled with epstein a lot and if, if you're telling me that that man wasn't on the flight logs bro come on man come on that man probably I'll built get, the airport uh... down there <laughs>
0: They did just reveal that he's on at least one of the flight logs and probably more when they unveil the documents.
4: Oh, definitely. I mean, look. If anybody did it, it's definitely him. He fucked them kids, bro. Hey.
0: All I'm saying Allegedly. is uh, they've got logs for, like, Bill Clinton flying back and forth, like, 26 times or something, and he just denies it every time. Oh, he did
4: it, too. No doubt. Oh, oh for yeah. Sure. There are people – look, that's, that's, that's the problem with conspiracy because it takes – Real life, like, things that actually happened, and it, like, mixes them with fantasies that are not relevant to, like, I guess what actually happened, and it just kind of destroys the point of what, I, it it destroys the effectiveness of what actually happened, if that makes sense. Didn't yeah. um, Epstein literally have, like, a weird painting of Bill Clinton in his, like, house, house or something like that? Yeah. I think he did. It was like him in a dress dress. Yeah. (laughs) Like, here's the thing. All right. The people who, who, um, we, I have to, we have to say allegedly, because we don't want to get caught by Alan Dershowitz. We don't gotta get, we don't want Dershowitz to sue us. uh, Us four time, small time podcast boys. Um, (laughs) none of
0: the stories you hear on this podcast are true. Disclaimer. That's true.
4: These are all allegations. But the people who I, I'm pretty sure, like, it it, it would be kind of dumb to think that there aren't very powerful people who are in with Epstein doing that kind of stuff. There obviously are. But when you say people like John Legend was one of them, like, come on. You're telling me that Tom Hanks was one of them? Sure. Like, people who are not on the same echelon of power, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. people like Trump. People like Clinton. People like Dershowitz. Yeah. They went on that shit, you know? Allegedly. <laughs> Smaller, like no name people who I mean, even Elon Musk had a picture with uh Epstein or or just Lane. Yeah. So you know. You I mean, never know.
0: Allegedly. I mean, look, we we know that people, powerful people, are involved in those types of conspiracies, right? Because like I said, uh like a week ago, I think, when we talked about it, Arthur, um, there's no way that Facebook's already claiming this Wayfair story to be false, and there's 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 reason and cause for an investigation in that story, and yet nothing's happened. Well,
4: okay, the Wayfair story, I think that one's a bunch of bullshit, and I think that's just a classic redirect. I don't think the Wayfair story has any basis in reality, for being honest. Oh, I'm just yeah, that- saying. That was a little much for me, too. That one was... I was like, "Mm, I don't know.
0: But is it not enough for a $14,000 storage cabinet to be named after missing children to not at least be investigated a little?
3: I mean, that was weird for sure, but, like, also... I mean, the thing is, too,
4: too... That seems too, like, obvious. It's too out in the open, is what I'm saying. Like, these people don't have to hide it like that when they don't have to hide it at all. People just don't... Like, with Epstein, right, that was out in the open, you know? That was out in the open. They didn't have to go behind, like, we're going to name a cabinet uh, online on this furniture website and make it $17,000. Like, that kind, of, that kind of transaction wouldn't be happening on the open web like that, you know? Especially not on a publicly traded company whose books can be looked at, you know, like Wayfair. I mean, it's
0: publicly traded, but... They they also have vendors, right? So it doesn't have to be Wayfair specifically. It can be like an inde- independent seller that's doing
2: that type of stuff.
4: I just I, – the risk would be too high for them is what I'm saying. Like that would be like – that's some like dark web shit, you know? That's like – there's yeah. channels. I There's obviously channels that you would have to go through to – and it just just doesn't make sense to like,
0: me. I'm not agreeing. I mean I'm not disagreeing with the basis of both of your claims. I'm just saying that something like that, like the authorities need to at least make a comment saying, yeah, we're going to investigate it. And then after like a week or say, so, you know, there's no such basis to the claims. Right.
3: I mean, I guess I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But eh. that's true. I mean, I guess it, it wouldn't hurt anything if they looked into it, I guess. Yeah.
4: It wouldn't hurt them just be like, oh, yeah, this was all bullshit. This is why. Because it could be easily explained away is what I'm saying, you know? Right, and that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, so why didn't actual authorities ever say anything about it? When it just gets, like, swept under the rug, that's what makes you question conspiracies like that.
4: I was going to say, a good good conspiracy that does get swept under the rug, dude. Ethan's going to get on my ass for this, bro, because obviously everybody believes that the CIA killed JFK but uh what are y'all thoughts on JFK
0: so i i think he was killed by one of our government agencies it could have been CIA could have been you know NSA FBI but basically i believe that it's no coincidence that after he makes a speech about secret societies and destroying that type of thing, that he gets assassinated.
4: And that's true. So have you ever read... Um, have you ever heard of the author or read Michael Parenti? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Michael Parenti, uh, he has a really good piece on this and a really good lecture on it. But basically, it is, it is basically the U.S., uh, basically the national security state of the United States... Okay, so just to preface this. So when you're talking about conspiracies with the national security apparatus, basically, when you're talking about conspiracies with any, any sort of like FBI, CIA, any sort of security state agency, it's not really a conspiracy if most of these things are proven true, you know, if most of these things are, are actual plans that actually happen you know
0: I mean yeah it's just dirty, it's just dirty politics
4: everything everything about the CIA everything about the FBI is conspiracy if if that makes sense so basically he did make that point he did make and I'm glad you brought that point up about um he did talk about the secret societies and stuff it's because you know uh because he refused to go all out against Cuba and then refusing to escalate the ground war in vietnam but basically the, the the argument Parenti makes is that to people who dismiss this series of events as just conspiracy is kind of doing a disservice to yourself and even doing a disservice to your country because this is like these are documented facts you know
0: yeah but yeah but I- I mean, don't don't you think that shortly after JFK's assassination, that's when everybody really started questioning the country? I mean, yeah, because
4: I mean, they killed right them. in
0: the 70s and 80s, that's when scandals started happening more like, uh, you know, Richard Nixon. And then he was pardoned, like almost immediately after his resignation.
4: I mean, look, the the I think that's probably when presidents lost the handle on the CIA, the FBI, all of that, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. The national security state is a state within a state. They're their own. They yeah. they control themselves. There's nobody that's going to rein them in. They have to be basically at this point dissolved or, or something, you know, allegedly. But allegedly. I gotta say that <laughs> so they don't run after me. But some of the some of the uh, Arthur, I'll send you a link if you want. But it's it's just a really quick short read. It's only like. I don't know, a few scrolls down. But he lays down some really, really good evidence talking about how um, V. Harvey Oswald, how basically he was groomed into being the fall guy for okay. basically his entire career of being a Marine. Um, so, like, it, it's some really good points. It's like witnesses when he was a Marine. It's like he was an, he was a horrible shot, first off. And then after, like, let me see. After a certain year, he just mysteriously went from, like, Normal guy to, like, extreme Russophile and extreme Soviet uh, sympathizer. And for some reason, they didn't kick him out of the military for that. Even though back then, if you even had an inkling of being a pinko, they would give you the axe. I mean, you would be, you'd be blacklisted, right? So they were like, for some reason, like, he very outwardly proclaimed all of this and nothing happened. And then he he defected to the USSR. This is one of the most damning things. He defected to the USSR, right? And he got married there, and then he gave up. He, he went to the embassy and he gave up his citizenship, gave up his passport. But then after a few years, he comes back to the embassy. He wants to come back. And they immediately, no questions asked, give him back his passport, They let him back in the U.S., and they let his wife in too, who at the time his wife was a member of this communist youth organization when she was growing up, which the immigration law at the time says that ha- if you were part of that, you were automatically – like disqualified from becoming a u.s citizen you're you're automatically disqualified from immigrating to the u.s no questions asked they let her in too right soon as he gets back he moves to like new orleans right and he starts up a a chapter of um it's like this it was this organization that was was advocating for cuba like fair play for cuba but he's the only member he's only he never tries to recruit anybody else he's the only member ever and then he contacts the um National Communist Party and I think it was like the National Workers Party but like these two parties never spoke to each other so like anybody who knew anything about the left at the time would have known to only be in contact with one because these parties do not share the same interests. So basically it's saying that he put on this performance to make it look like he was a a Soviet sympathizer so when the time came to do the job they could just pin it on him and be like oh this guy was just this guy was just an extreme, deranged Soviet lover who killed our president, if that makes sense. I haven't even gone into the fact yeah. that, you know, the, the bullets shot. The angle, first off, the angle that he would have had to take in to get a shot on JFK, first off, he was a bad shot. Second off, he was using, like, a, a shitty Carcano rifle, which um, they had—it was, it was nearly impossible. They, they In the lab, they tried to recreate the shots that killed Kennedy— And it could not be done because, with as shitty as the rifles they had, even after they recalibrated the sights, it just couldn't be done. There was a tree blocking it as well. And then it was like the bullet would have had one of the bullets would have had to go into JFK, turn around, come out of JFK, hit uh, the governor, come out of the governor, and then get somehow wedged into a stretcher. Wow. So there's a ton of evidence saying why it didn't happen the way that the official commission says it happened.
0: Well, like if you've seen that video of basically JFK's head getting blown off, you uh there there's no other evidence. Nobody needs to see anything to know that that shot was not from like 300 meters away. Yeah. And then also like it, it's it's too clean to be that far and plus it's a moving object.
4: And also, yeah, so
2: definitely somebody who was not a who was a bad shot, did not kill him.
4: Yeah. Also, let me see. There was a really, really good piece. Um...
3: One second. And this man, Uriel stays on his conspiracies, bro.
4: I don't stay on them. I, I don't, I, there's a lot that I don't believe, but when it comes to the CIA, I believe almost every conspiracy about the CIA, because those motherfuckers are just vile. They'll literally kill hundreds of thousands of people and destroy nations, prosperous nations, to make a point. Bro, you're you know, you know, allegedly this, killed now just for literally saying this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, allegedly, no, allegedly. Just, Lola, what are you doing?
0: He's talking about things that people already know, so... They won't come back for this. Now, if you uncover something big right now... <laughs>
4: yeah. Be sure I'm not here to hear it. I was going to say, look, yeah. here's a good paragraph that that, that comes out of this um, piece. It says, We are asked to believe that only three shots were fired when, in fact, six bullets were noted. One that entered the president's throat and remained in his body. They hit him in that thrusty bro. The second extracted yeah. from Governor Connolly's thigh. A third discovered on the stretcher. A fourth found in fragments in the limousine, a fifth that missed the president's car by a wide margin, hitting the curb, according to several witnesses, and wounding onlooker James Thomas Tagg on his face, and then a sixth found in the grass by Dallas police directly across from where the president's vehicle had passed. So, like, it's just, it doesn't add up. The cover-up was probably better than the actual crime, honestly.
0: I mean... Yeah, but I think everybody really knows that JFK's was from within because basically like yeah, not not only was he talking about secret societies and stuff, but he was challenging his own government. Like literally everybody was telling him to go to war with Cuba, right? But he was trying
4: to avoid like nuclear warfare. Thank God he didn't. Yeah, no. Thank God. I mean Any any president that takes us out of wars? gets us reduces uh the conflicts that the Empire gets into is is good in my it's good in my eyes. Unfortunately I don't think there's any presidents like that so <laughs> I mean yeah I don't I don't know what
0: the big thing is anymore. I'm just talking from like being in myself, there's a lot of conflicts that I honestly see no reason for us being in all across the nation. I mean, the globe. You're right. I don't think there's one that right.
4: we need to be in.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you guys know that the U.S. has a military presence in like 218 countries? Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's
3: true. Probably the other day.
2: Too much for me.
3: Yeah. I hate this world police idea. It's weird and get... Yeah. That's
4: true. I mean, look. Right now, the U.S. is doing... I, I don't know if y'all would agree with this, but this is just... From what I've been observing... The U.S. is doing everything it can to bait a war with China. At this point, they want a war with China so fucking bad, and they kind of want to do everything to get it, or at least stoke tensions with China as high as they can get them. Yeah, I kind of
3: mean. I kind of think so. Yeah, I'm
4: gonna keep it real, dog. Everybody thinks that. Everybody thinks that uh, we would steamroll China, but and I don't know. I don't know about that one.
0: Well, so the only problem I have now is I think the the whole globe needs to assess who everybody is, right? So obviously, we're one of the nation like the globe superpowers and you've got Russia, you've got China. Well, if we go to war with a huge nation like those two, you're almost guaranteeing Somebody's going to drop one of the N or A bombs, and I meant the H or A. This man said the (laughs) (laughs) N-bomb.
4: Yo, what are these Chinese guys going to call us, bro?
0: (laughs) Y'all know what I meant. I meant nuclear, but I'm talking about a hydrogen or atomic bomb, right? And if that happens, you're looking at, like, mass destruction. So I think everybody kind of needs to get an idea of who they are and we need to kind of be at peace of what we can accomplish in our own country and what other people can do and establish trade because, um, yeah, this whole idea of global dominance and everything, it's, uh, it's not going to be pretty one day.
4: They want an empire. I mean, at the end of the day, they want an empire and it's just not realistic. You know, uh, the empire will decay, the empire is currently in decay right now. Like, the conditions that we're seeing in the U.S. right now is we're seeing decline. We're seeing decline heavily. And uh, it's it's uh, deliberate policy choices that have gotten us here. And maybe not the outcomes that they wanted, but these are the outcomes that we were going to get with uh, the choices that they made. Yeah. that makes sense. I mean, hey,
0: I think everybody could agree, though, that uh, nuclear war is something... We should be trying to avoid just like JFK. I mean, we've got, we want to talk about the Middle East with weapons of mass destruction. I don't know if anybody has seen the video from like the fifties, I believe, 52, 53 of the hydrogen bomb first being released. That, that sucker is massive. I mean,
4: look, I'm not trying to get vaporized. I'm not trying to get vaporized for, for some billionaires, bro. Hell, yeah! You know, we're we're not the only
0: ones that have those weapons either. So that's why I'm saying we just need to try and keep the peace. Like
4: to to crib off something that Muhammad Ali said once, bro. No Chinese man has ever called me a slur, bro. Not yet, that is, according to Jared.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, no Chinese man made me poor, bro. That's true.
2: That's, hey, yeah.
0: The Chinese got their own poor people to deal with. And that's true.
4: I mean, Chinese are doing really good, actually. They've uplifted literally so many people out of poverty in the past, what, 50 years? And then, did you know that uh, China is the number one consumer of luxury goods now in the entire world? I did, yeah. So, I mean, they're slapping cheeks. Slapping our cheeks right now.
0: There's been an increase of... uh. There's been like an influx of rich people in China, though, in like the past decade or so- or two.
4: I mean, yeah, creating a lot of wealth. But I will say the Chinese do crack down on um, corruption a lot. There's a lot of billionaires jailed in China for shady shit that they do and just uh, conditions that they make with yeah, their wealth. You'd love to, you'd love to see that. <laughs> Look, dude, me and Ethan, we're Maoists. Hey, nope, not. Uh, mollusks, maybe. This man's a. a...
3: (laughs) Shut the fuck up, (laughs) mollusks. That is, dude, that is your real bro.
4: Dude, I got a book on Mao if you want to read it, Ethan. So you can truly become a mouse. It's called The Little Red Book.
3: You need (laughs) to stop. (laughs) Dude, he's trying to get us on some kind of list now, dude.
0: All right. Well, closing out this week, everybody, we really hope you've enjoyed this one. This has been really fun. We're definitely going to bring our boys back on here from the Thought Police. Uh, Ethan or Uriel, where can they find y'all's podcast and or your
3: social media at? So, uh, Ethan will give you the information. (laughs) (laughs) We both begin to talk. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go. I can. Podcast just anywhere, dude. Anywhere you get your podcasts. Just the Thought Police. That's us. Look us up. Uh there's also another podcast called The Thought Police. Um ours is not the one with the two weird looking guys as the cover. Um then Oh, that's
0: strange. I thought you guys were the two weird looking guys.
3: Well, you had an extra thumb when you were born, Jared, so let's not go there. Um, <laughs> <Hey. my> God <laughs> dang. <laughs> um, dang he got me. <laughs> so, um also, the, the Thought policeus at the Thought Policeus on Twitter um, and Instagram. And then personally, I'm at, I think, Ethy, Ethy416 on Twitter. Uriel, and, uh, that- I hmm.
4: was going to say, I'm going to plug a little more here. Uh, you can follow me at Foo's Union if you want. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch, Twitch.tv at Foo's Union. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube. YouTube, uh, the channel name is uh, Foo's Union as well. Dude, I upload content uh, hopefully weekly now. And uh you know, streaming basically daily, so if you want to see one fool you know talk you know basically wax poetic dude, and then uh get his ass kicked at fifa uh, i'm the i'm the I'm the twitch channel for you, dude if you want to see some classic one piece content, then I'm the channel for you as well on youtube so all right,
2: guys, thanks for joining us.
0: We really do appreciate you, Arthur, where can they find us
2: and you at all right on twitter we are unheard underscore of pod. And that's the same thing on Instagram. We have a Facebook page at unheard of. You can just search that up. We're there. And me personally, if you want to, if you want to follow me on on Twitter, um, young without the O underscore ABG.
0: All right. And like we've said before, time and time again, we really appreciate all of you listeners out there. We really hope you enjoy this one. We're definitely going to be bringing these guys back on for more fun topics in the future. And with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this week of Unheard Of. And once again, I'm Jared. And I'm Arthur. And
2: thanks for listening to Unheard Of. Brought to you by
1: The Big piece.